Hi there. You are listening to the Lost Art of Little Things, a podcast focusing on all of the little things that make life so amazing. I'm Siobhan, the host of this podcast, and this is my 16th episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today, and I hope it gives you some inspiration to just stop, look around, and appreciate all of the little things around you. On today's episode, I'm joined by one of my best friends, Abby, who lives in Shenzhen in China, and we're going to be talking about the lost art of self-love. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Abby. Thank you so much for coming on the Lost Art of Little Things today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be joining you. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about the lost art of self-love. And when I was thinking about who I would want to have this discussion with, I couldn't think of anyone else that I'd rather have it with. Because I think in the couple of years, well, three years that I've known you, um, we've both really been on journeys of self-love. And I think that we're going to have a pretty interesting conversation about it today. So thank you for coming on to my podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I would totally agree. Like, I mean, <laughs> you've also been, you've kind of shown me the way of self-love, like in many different ways. So, um, so to kind of be here and talk about it together and, you know, how our journeys have kind of mirrored each other's um, before we even met, like that's going to be um interesting to dissect. (laughs) Yeah. So before we get started on today's topic, why don't you just introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners? Okay, so I'm Abby. Um, I'm originally from the UK, but um, I'm currently living in Shenzhen, China. Um, I'm doing some teaching out here, but I'm an almost certified nutritionist. So that's taking up a lot of my time. Um, I'm a traveler, lover of the world and yeah, a general advocate for self-love. So (laughs) yeah. Yay. (laughs) Welcome. And just, let's just dive into today's topic. So what does self-love mean to you? And how did this self-love journey for you begin? Okay, well, I think um, maybe I, I think I will speak about how the journey journey kind of began for me because um, I would say on my way to China is when this journey began, you know, or even I guess before that. So I was in my first serious relationship and that kind of, um, when that ended, you know, I'd been so consumed with someone else's happiness that I'd, you know, kind of forgot about my own. I forgot about the things that I liked to do, like the ambitions and dreams that I had, everything. And, you know, when that ended, I didn't really know who I was anymore. Like I I lost like all sense of myself. And I think that's a completely also it's I, I think it's quite a common thing for people to do in their first relationships. And it's how we yeah and it's I think it's how we're kind of like um pushed forward onto these paths for you know self-discovery or self-love or whatever you want to kind of uh however you want to interpret it but um but yeah so I you know and then I decided um to come to China because I had uh some family living here and and basically, I just decided to dedicate a year to myself. I, I I called it the year of Abby, and I just decided that I was gonna 
you know, do all the things that I wanted to do, travel to the places I wanted to travel and just kind of enjoy being alone and, you know, really kind of start figuring out what I wanted and like, I guess who I was. Um, That's amazing. So yeah, that was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was my, my journey to that. And um, yeah, I would say I, I really kind of championed that year for kind of where I am now because because I think it kind of brought so many great things to my life just by being okay with being alone and being okay, you know, doing things for myself, you know, being independent, I guess. Yeah, I think people struggle with this idea of being alone and not just, I mean, you could be in a relationship and still doing things alone, but the whole mm -hmm. idea of moving to a new place by yourself, especially to a new country, a new continent, traveling by yourself, going out to eat by yourself, like I remember when I first met you at yoga, it was, I think it was just before your trip to New York, which if I remember correctly, that was your first, was that your first trip on the year, your Abbey year, or was it South Korea? Uh, South Korea was the first one, but yeah, New, New York followed quite quickly after that, yeah. Yeah, I just remember that's when I met you, and I just thought, wow, this girl is so inspiring, like she's just <laughs> arrived in this place, and she, you know, you were just you wanted to go to New York so you booked a flight to New York like you just did it and I think yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people are too scared to do that so what what was the catalyst for you I mean I guess it was coming from that relationship but what else was going through your head and your heart at that time that just kind of pushed you to to do all these things for yourself like why did you decide to dedicate a year to yourself I think you know like you just kind of reminded like me something there like when I was in South Korea because I remembered like I'd lost as I said like I'd lost all this kind of sense of myself and what I wanted and really like I'd lost like my sparkle you know and um and I remember I I went to South Korea and it was a very spontaneous trip I booked it maybe the day before because I'd been told that I would have a few days free uh, from my job and and I thought oh, I should use these days and you know I I decided to just go to South Korea and when I was there I was staying in a hostel and you know I was by myself and 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 I remember people I were meet I was meeting I was you know telling them like you know about myself and whatever and I remember people telling me that I was interesting and I hadn't, I felt like I hadn't heard something like that for like a long time. And which sounds really sad, but like, it's not. But like, um, I, I remember like thinking, oh, like maybe I am interesting. Maybe, maybe I am these things. And, and I think I was just kind of like, not, not running after that feeling or whatever, but I think a part of me wanted, I think when I went to New York, I, I had this confidence again. That's it. You know, I had I kind of found a little bit of confidence when I was in South Korea and then I went to New York and I just felt confident to really get out of my comfort zone. So it pushed me to get out of the comfort zone. And, you know, in New York I was I was going to um a festival by myself and <laughs> eating by myself every day and really because it was a place I didn't know anybody and I think like the definition of self-love in itself is to 
is when you like place a high regard on your own wellness and happiness and where you take care of your own needs and you don't sacrifice your well-being to please others. Um, so you don't settle for less than you deserve. And I think maybe you were coming from a place where you had sacrificed a lot of yourself to please other people. And, you know, you'd kind of like lost, like you said, lost your sparkle a little bit. And maybe as soon as you arrived in China and you started on this journey, the year of Abbey, um, you started to get that sparkle back. And I guess that was the trigger in South Korea when that person said, like, you're interesting because you are, in we're all interesting, right? And I think we don't often acknowledge that. And I think when you do things that make you happy, you kind of get back to the roots of who you are, like what makes you Abby and what makes me Siobhan. Um, it's really important that we do those things for ourselves. Otherwise, we're not going to be authentic we're not going to be who we're meant to be exactly yeah maybe I don't know because you're an advocate for self-love um maybe you have a specific self-love ritual that you like to carry out I don't know if it's something you do on a daily basis or once a week or randomly but maybe you can tell me about that I think there's so many things that I do for myself or self-love, um, even down to, you know, the little things where when I come home from work, I will light some incense, I will light my candles, I will buy myself flowers, like all these little things or little rituals that I do. Um, but one of the biggest things that I actually do for self-love is when I was kind of... Um, after a year of being in China, I was kind of, you know, searching for, I guess, like a deeper meaning and deeper healing and, you know, asking more questions about myself. And, and I kind of, um, I went towards Reiki. So I started, uh, I started with a Reiki therapist here in, uh, in Shenzhen. And, it was something, you know, obviously, if people don't know about Reiki, it's kind of, for me, it's checking in with your energy and making sure your energy is flowing and talking about things that are happening in your life and and also reflecting back on those things that have been happening. Yeah. And and um and it's really amazing, like the feelings that you get from Reiki. And I I went to Reiki like for the first year. It was, you know, I was still going through like a healing process and um and everything but even now I still try and go every two months even though you, you know I'm in a very good place life is an ongoing process and other things come up all the time and you know so um it's good to check in with yourself but even if I'm fine if I'm you know feeling really great I will go and I will have Reiki um just to check and just to, you know, because it's something I really like to do. And I like to give that, you know, one or two hours just to myself. Yeah. And that's what self-love is about. It's like placing, you know, like you're putting yourself first and not in a selfish way, just in a way that by checking in with yourself and exploring your spirituality, exploring like who you are you end up becoming a better person anyway because you're like more ready for the outside world and it builds your kindness and your compassion and things. Um, so I just wanted to ask you because obviously 
you you do do a lot of things for self-love um do you think it can sometimes come across as selfish to like put so much emphasis on self-love definitely I think um I, I actually I remember um when I was younger if you were to say oh they like you would you wouldn't call it self-love you would say oh they love themselves and this would be it has a completely different connotation to self-love. So I guess sometimes the, it can become like, you know, the, those lines could be blurred, I guess, um, yeah. between self-love and loving yourself. But, you know, there's nothing wrong in loving yourself um, and saying, yeah, I do. I love myself, you know, in, um, in terms of, you know, obviously self-love. But... Um, I think I think you know in in terms of things like for example if you are if you have plans to go somewhere or something like that and you decide that you're not feeling like in a good place to do that tonight or whatever you can say no saying no is okay and it's actually really a really big form of self-love um it's 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 a hot, probably the hardest part of self-love but um yeah it is <laughs> But of course, in that way, if you say no to an evening you've already planned, maybe it could come across as selfish sometimes. Um, but you're just listening to your own heart and your own um, what you're feeling in the moment. And, you know, there's that self-love. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think we're like, I definitely struggle with saying no. And it's something I've always struggled with because I'm, a bit of a people pleaser, which I think we all are. Um, but yes, I definitely am. <laughs> yeah, I'd say like in the past few years, I've really become a bit more comfortable with saying no, um, especially when I was living in Shenzhen as well. I remember, so I lived there twice. It was the second time I lived there. And I met like lots of new people and they would always ask me to come out for drinks and things. And I started saying no and they were really surprised. Like, almost like peer pressuring me to come out. But I knew that if I was to go out, I would be burned out the next day. I wouldn't be ready for work. And I also just, it wasn't me. Like it didn't feel like I wanted to hang out with those people, but I didn't always want to go out. So yeah, I just started saying no. And I think they thought I was a bit lame, but <laughs> I don't know. I I was, I'm like, no, this is me. And I'm going to put myself first here. Exactly. And it's, um, I recently, like, I had my birthday recently, and um, I mentioned it to, like, a friend here, and she said, oh, we have to go out for your birthday, and I realized I, I just, even, it's my birthday, I, I I don't want that kind of vibe, you know, it's not, um, yeah, to go out and party, or, which is, by, like, you know, a long time ago, this, um, this would have been right up my street, but I was kind of, oh, you know, I feel like, just being low key and spending it with, you know, my family and, you know, my partner. And yeah, this is enough for me. Yeah. And the fact that you can even recognize that it just like goes to show how far you've come on your self-love journey. Cause like you said, like your younger self, okay, you probably wanted that, but sometimes you might not have wanted it, but you didn't even realize because you were so used to always saying yes and always doing what other people wanted you to do. So yeah and giving into this peer pressure of you know let's go out and get drunk and let's party because that's what everybody my age is doing 
Yeah. Like I joke that I've become that I've actually always joked and people have always said to me that I'm an old granny, but <laughs> I would rather be <laughs> I would rather be an old granny and happy and at home than, you know, out partying the whole time. Like I can't help but think back. Yeah, when I was in university, we would go out on like a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Friday and a Saturday. And usually by Friday, I was just done. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So I would like lock, lock my door and I'd be knitting in my bedroom, <laughs> like watching movies and people would come knocking to like ask me to go out and I would just like hide and pretend <laughs> I'm not there. Um, and I, I felt bad about it. Like I would sometimes cry yeah. in my room and be like, what's wrong with me? Like, why don't I want to go out? But I didn't realize that I was actually like giving myself self-love by staying in and just like putting myself first. But I felt, I felt guilty for letting, like as if I was letting my friends down for not partying. Um, so I think that's something I like struggled with a lot. Yeah. And this is just like listening to yourself, which is, I think this is probably the most simplest form of self-love is, you know, listening to what your body wants and, listening to what your heart wants if you don't want to go out you don't want to be around people even you know you just want to be alone that's okay it yeah. doesn't mean that you're that you're boring or you're any of these things it just means that you're listening to yourself and I think that's really powerful yeah and I think showing up for yourself as well because I think sometimes we can give too much of ourselves away to other people and then there's like nothing left for us. And then we're just like a shell of ourselves. Like I'm, I'm guessing that was kind of what happened to you um, during your last relationship, you know, like afterwards you're just completely burned out and you have to like build yourself up again. Like sometimes that's how I feel if I've gone on like a night out, although not that I really go on nights out anymore, but <laughs> When I was younger, you know, I'd go away on a holiday to Spain for a week with my friends and I'd come back and be like, who am I? <laughs> just because it's like, <laughs> you know, you just drift so far away from who you are as a person. Yeah. And I think it's also a kind of, um, it's, it's kind of like it empties your cup, you know? Yeah, it does. I feel like when you give yourself like time alone to, I mean, as, especially me, like I know I need, um, I've become quite self-aware and I know I need these times during the day to be by myself because I've been giving to people all day and I need to fill up my cup again because I find once, you know, once you start filling up your cup, it starts overflowing and that's when you can give like so much more Yeah. Um, to others. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to, especially with love as well, I think about that, you know, we, all, we have to actually love ourselves first in order to be able to love other people and also in order for other people to love us back. Um, and I don't think we all realize that, like how important it is to practice self-love in order to be able to give out love, you know, like the more kind of love you give yourself and the more you put yourself first, not in a selfish way, but, you know, just like practicing self-love the more energy you have for other people like you can go out there and be yeah. a better person once you've filled up your cup yeah and it's also like once you are love you attract love as well yeah exactly you know? like just it kind of it, it just all goes round. like it it goes to show also with um you know if you're f having like a negative morning for example it, it usually turns into a negative day because that's just kind of what you're attracting. 
but if, if you yeah. can start your day off in like a really positive way and you know doing something I don't know for yourself self-love whether it be you know writing journaling something down first thing when you wake up or you know having like a cup of tea when you first wake up like your favorite tea or whatever um just doing something small like that it can really set your day off on like a a little self-love vibe you know (laughs) yeah and like just being kind to yourself and being compassionate with yourself because I think we're we treat other people with so much kindness but when it comes to ourselves we're often so critical like we judge ourselves so much on the way we look on maybe like we compare ourselves to other people and I think comparing ourselves to other people is like a huge no-no when it comes to self-love because it's just it's the opposite of self-love really you know you're just like you're looking at yourself and you're like this is what I'm not instead of like this is what I am and just like appreciating the parts of yourself that are complete and I mean you're already complete anyway but you know not always focusing on the broken flaws and things like that it's also like about embracing those flaws as well because I mean I'm I would like to say I'm an advocate for self-love but you know I have these days where I don't feel like I love myself or I don't feel I don't feel beautiful or I feel very emotional or I feel low for no reason but I feel like you have to find ways to embrace them and accept them because that's also a form of self-love. Yeah, it's all about acceptance. It's all about like, yeah, just making yourself feel worthy and accepting accepting the low moments as well. Um, I talked about this in my last episode with Donna on the lost art of vulnerability. Um, like you just have to ride those waves of emotions and instead of like wallowing in self-pity just be like okay today I feel low what can I do to make myself feel better or if I need to cry if I need to like curl up at a ball and be by myself like that's okay (laughs) it's just learning to accept that and you know that it's going to pass right because everything passes and just being aware of of that you know even being aware that you're low because I actually feel like a lot of people they can walk around and they can feel low and think that this is just normal to feel like that um it's like normal to feel like that so they don't they're not aware of it if that makes any sense no it doesn't Um, make sense (laughs) that it's not a feeling like they're just that's just how they feel like so it's but being aware of like a change in your mood or whatever is um, is a way of embracing it and self-love. And, and for me, like I, um, I follow human design and um, human design is basically the wiring of you when you were born according to your, your, birth, your time of birth, uh, place of birth and yeah the date obviously um and it's to do with the aligning of the stars and all all this wonderful stuff and um and basically everybody has their own authority on their human design i found out this is another self-love ritual that i do um is you know i i discover more about my human design and what i was born with and how i can make it work best for me um and i found that i um an emotional human design which which means that I am like susceptible to having waves and you know I will have low moments and yeah there's, it's just kind of chemistry really for me um but I found a way to embrace them for myself like 
by, you know, I will, if I'm feeling low, I know I need to rest. I need, you know, more time alone and I will do things like I will create, you know, I will try and create something, do something like with my hands, like painting or, you know, cooking something just to kind of embrace that low and embrace that, um, like, uh, vulnerability or emotionality. And that to me is also self-love, you know, embracing these, these low moments and yeah. And I love that about you because if I'm having a low moment and I message you, you're always like, you always come back with such great advice of things to do, like cook something or do yoga or paint or write. Like you have all these ideas. Um, Yeah. So I really appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, And maybe we can talk a little bit about your nutrition course because Another aspect of self-love is like also thinking about what you put in your body, what you put on your body, like how you treat your body. Um, So obviously this is important to you. So what made you want to study nutrition Um, and how does that kind of tie in with your, your, the way you practice self-love? I think, you know, I really think that all of these things are connected, you know, what you, like you just said yourself, like what you put in your body it's like what you put in, you get out. So I think there's so many levels to that. It can be the food that you put in. It can be the music and the TV that you put into your body. Um, It can be the way, the thoughts that you have in your head. I feel like everything is connected. Um, Definitely. And, you know, if for, for me, I've always kind of been interested in, in nutrition and the body in general, just knowing like how everything works. And I think this also comes down to why I've, you know, I'm interested in uh, self-love and the more spiritual side of things, because I want to know how it works on another level as well, not just the biology level. And yeah, I just, I've always kind of been drawn to these, just what's going on and who I am and what we're all about really and um yeah and yeah so I decided to um to do the nutrition course um it was just something that was calling out to me and yeah I answered and and yeah the the course that I've been studying it's more of a um I mean it has the whole biology about everything um but it's also more of a holistic approach so um you know like because I, I really like natural things, you know, using, using food as, med- as medicine, because I, I don't really, for me, I, I don't think traditional, you know, like pharmaceutical medicine, I don't really agree with it so much. So I, th- I always try and find ways to medicate, you know, if, if you know, if uh, my partner has a cold or something I take take around honey and ginger or say yeah you need to have lemon honey ginger (laughs) you know um that kind of thing so I I just find it very interesting and as I say I feel like they're all tied in so closely together and um you know what you eat is yeah it's definitely also a form of self-love um you know, you think about it when you're cooking or when you're cooking for someone, it's like you, you do it out of love. Like you want, 
you know, you want to enjoy what you're eating or in this person to enjoy what they're eating. And yeah, I just, I think there's just a big connection between it all. Oh, I definitely think the same. And I think about also, I don't want to like dive too deep into veganism because oh, I, I should be able just to talk about it. But I know that like some of the listeners aren't vegan and I don't want to come across as pushy or anything. But um, whenever I think about when I ate meat in the past, I used to actually get upset. Um, like I never really ate steak or anything like that. But if I did, I would even sometimes cry afterwards and I would like tell my whoever I was with I'd be like it's because I ingested like the the fear that the animal felt and but I think there is something in that and it could just be like my own mental thing um like my way of practicing self-love like obviously to like be compassionate towards all beings but I just I feel like my relationship with food is a lot better since going vegan because I don't feel guilt or any of those kind of things. So that's just like my way of also honoring myself by choosing to like eat a plant-based diet. Right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, and I mean, of course I also follow a plant-based diet and um, what it kind of brought to me is more awareness, but I feel like it's more awareness on like the whole spectrum you know, not just, I, I feel like, because food is like a central part of all of our lives, you know, it's something we kind of it, it break up our day with, you know, and, um, and I feel like once you are aware of what you're putting into your body, what you're eating, what's on your plate, you become more aware of other things like, oh, how am I feeling today? Oh, um, how did this, how did, this make me feel that someone said or you become more aware of your feelings more of aware of you know the the things going on in your body down to you know your digestion and your everything I feel like you start to kind of look at everything a little bit clearer yeah man I wish that like since I wish I was like this from when I was really young but I guess that's just part of getting older like you you grow and you learn and you become wiser but yeah, if my younger self knew everything I knew today, oh, yeah, I would have made things easier. But I guess the whole point of life is to learn. So that's it, and it's kind of um, it's kind of humbling, you know. Like I, I feel like a grandma too sometimes, you know. I, I mean, <laughs> I've been out. Uh, I was out for New Year's Eve, and we there were these boys in the in the bar that we were in and they were they were 16 or 17 and I remember thinking I knew everything when I was 16 and I met these these guys and we we're talking to them and I'm like wow you have so much to learn like I <laughs> I, I yeah. can't even I can't even tell you how much you have to learn but you're like I was, like you think you know, like, you know, life and everything. And I'm not saying that I know life now, but I mean, like you say, if only my younger self knew what I knew now. <laughs> but it's kind of humbling. It is. And I think a part of self-love is also like you can be that person today. Like you can be the person that you would have needed when you were younger, you know, like being a role model and yeah, just like sharing everything you've learned as well. I think that's important. Like this podcast is a way of 
sharing some stuff I've learned along the way, like journaling or, you know, I guess social media also, it can be like a great catalyst for social change. People yeah. sharing their stories, people, yeah, just inspiring other people to to practice self-love, to be a bit more self-aware and, yeah. And I think also we're in a, a climate right now with, with the kind of um, need for social media, the sort of addiction, if you like it, to social media, you know, we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people and, you know, uh, kind of sensitized to different things on social media and, and, you know, that it's created kind of, it's created a problem in terms of mental health. And, you know, if, if we can use social media in a much more, positive way by kind of spreading the messages of self-love and you know telling people it's okay to say no and it's okay to give time to yourself you don't have to give in to these peer pressures then you know hopefully that can just be inspiring really we need to stop comparing and also just to acknowledge that we write our own stories and we should like be proud of who we are and what we've achieved and just like more acceptance I keep coming back to that but I think it's such a huge part of self-love like accepting you know and if there's things that you're not happy with then like change them take actions to change them just even like a baby step um you know it's it's all to do with self-love it is and um and yeah I mean one of the things also that I do is, um, which you also do because we have the diaries, <laughs> is where you reflect on your month, um, the things you've learned, the best moments that you have at the end of every month of the diary. Um, and, and then when it's a new month, setting some intentions and saying the things that you were grateful for, these are really powerful tools to... Um, to yeah, in like accepting yourself and seeing, like actually seeing what you've done, what you've accomplished. Yeah, gratitude is a huge thing, I think as well. Um, mm -hmm. I I try to write down, even if it's just like three things every morning that I'm grateful for, or three things in the evening. Sometimes um, Dane and I will also, you know, like in bed at night just before we go to sleep, we'll say like something nice that someone did for us that day, something nice we did for someone else and something we learned. And it's like a nice way to end the day and just to reflect, like reflect on the day. And yeah, like you said in the diaries, reflect on the month that you had. I think, mm -hmm. you know, so often we can just be like, oh yeah, like it was just another busy month or whatever. But if we actually sit down and make a point of looking back through each week and just being like, like what, what were my best moments from that week? I think it's, it's so cool. <laughs> and it's also really it's a really nice um thing to have because you can then you know I I actually I was looking back it's only April but I looked back on uh January just earlier today and I was like oh that's so nice that that happened and that I was grateful for that and you know it's really nice to yeah. just like look back and reflect and um so I mean when that comes to the end of the year, that's just something really nice to have. Yeah, it is. I'm looking forward to looking back at the end of the year, seeing like, mm -hmm. seeing. also it's nice that you get to write down what you achieved because sometimes we can be like, oh, I haven't achieved anything and we're 
super self-critical when actually if you just like take a moment to think about it like you're you achieve things every day without even maybe even realizing or even bothering to acknowledge so it's nice to just like have those yearly achievements as well yeah like and you do you achieve something every day like whether whether it's something simple like you know I don't know um say if you're you've had like a few bad days or something and you get up and you say what you're grateful for and you get things done then that's you know an achievement in your day anyway so yeah for me it's just getting a good night's sleep (laughs) getting a (laughs) good night's sleep you know it feels like an achievement sometimes um yeah (laughs) I just wanted to move on to talk about community because I think that another aspect of self-love is the people you surround yourself with yeah yeah so I don't know if you if you want to maybe like dive into that a little bit I think I, I would I don't know am I lucky or fortunate or I don't know if I've created this myself but I only surround myself with people who are are good to me who treat me well who you know uh support me and guide me and I think this is really important you know to surround yourself with people like good people, you know, if, if there's someone in your life that is giving you, I don't know, any bad vibes or, or it's not feeling like a good relationship with this person, it's okay to, I'm not going to say like cut them out, but you know, it's okay to say this isn't working for you anymore or spend time with them. Like it's okay to do that because that's putting yourself first because, you know, there's, things relationships can turn toxic between people and and then then this just becomes a burden for you and um yeah so I think it, it that's really important to you know surround yourself with good people and people who believe in you and want the best for you I think this is really important yeah community is so important I think especially for self-love um and also Another thing, I was like doing some research into other people's like self-love rituals and things. And one thing that kept coming up was like letting things go, like building up that letting go muscle. So actually like being able to let go of like negative thoughts, let go of your worries, let like leave the past in the past and move on. Like sometimes we're so stuck in the past and we like dwell on things so much that we're not doing anything to like honor ourselves or to like be present because we're just so focused on this negative stuff. And I sometimes struggle with that. I can think about the past too much or I can be, you know, I might wake up and then my first thought is a negative one. And like you said, that sets the tone for the rest of the day. And so, yeah, I think all of these practices like yoga or journaling, like it's all a way to be able to let things go and just to like be present. Like self-love is also being in the present moment, I think. Just being in the present moment and listening to yourself in that moment and what works for you today, you know, what works for you today might not work for you tomorrow and vice versa. So it is just about being aware of how you're feeling and yeah, listening to yourself, but definitely letting go, like not harboring onto like any, any old feelings. Because I, I think, I think in a way that's 
that's kind of a good way of looking at it. Like it's an old feeling. It's something that you felt, you know, it's in the past. So the best thing to do is just to kind of let those feelings go and yeah, move forward for yourself, you know? Yeah. And just to observe those feelings instead of becoming those feelings. Like I think that's a constant Mm -hmm. thing with me. Like I, I can sometimes soak up the feeling so much that, or like even other people's feelings. And then, (laughs) then I find myself crying if someone else is crying and I should, that doesn't really help the other person. Like it's more helpful to like to comfort and also to, to practice empathy, but also, yeah, rather just observe it and like let it pass instead of letting it define you, you know, like if you're having a bad day, don't let the bad day define you. Just be like, okay, yeah, I was feeling bad going to pass and I'm going to be fine (laughs) yeah and just like pick your pick it pick yourself up and move forward you know just embrace that embrace again um you know I said before about embracing if you're feeling low or and and find a way to it's finding a way to embrace it but it's also a way of like letting it go you know letting go that feeling of being low or whatever feeling it is that you're having um it's okay but it's also it doesn't have to it's not your feeling of your life you know it's just your feeling of that moment all feelings are fleeting like at the weekend we went on a road trip and we were in one of my favorite places in the country and I just didn't want that moment to end. I'm like, I feel so happy. I feel so excited. Like, I don't want to go back to Cape Town and like go back to work. Um, And then I have to bring myself back down to earth in those moments and be like, okay, just enjoy this like feeling of joy because it's, it's also going to pass. Like it's, it, it's going to (laughs) end. Yeah. Like Monday blues will come, but also, you know, you don't, (laughs) you don't have to have Monday blues, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. And is there any is there anything else, any other kind of random things you do um, to practice self love? Um, something that I started doing, and this kind of refers back to, you know, um, I I often do this, and then I think, and I go, oh, Abby, like maybe five years ago would be very surprised at my Friday nights now. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I work six days a week. And um, so I, on a Friday, you know, I don't want to really go out. Like, I, it's, it's kind of a time where I'd like to, you know, I have the whole evening to myself on a Friday. And it's just like a night that I like to just be at home. And I will just be at home and I will light my candles. I might make myself a really nice dinner and I'll watch a movie or something and I will just be at home or I will read something I want to read and put a face mask on and just like relax. And I've been doing this for, I'd say like since the beginning of this year, like I've been doing it a lot. It it just kind of happened organically that I was just, this Friday, these Friday nights started becoming like a, like a self-love ritual. So um, this, I really love this about like my Friday nights. And, you know, I actually, again, like I joke about it and say like, oh, like I changed so much, but also it's kind of like how far I've come, Yeah, you know, and not giving into those peer pressures of, you know, you should be doing this. Like um, you're, because a lot of people say, oh, you're, 
you're 29, you should be out doing this or you should be doing this or whatever. But this is what I like to do. So <laughs> this is what I Good. will be doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and do you ever, because I love to take myself out on dates. <laughs> that maybe sounds like weird, but like self-love dates, you know, like going to one of your favorite cafes and just taking a book or even taking yourself out for a nice dinner. Is that something you also like to do? I love taking myself out for dinner. Like, I love it. I go out and I will get myself a really nice meal. I have no problem saying a table for one. Um, <laughs> and then I will have a glass of wine and I will just like, I love it, really. I, I don't know why I love it so much, but it's so, it's just kind of like, it's refreshing, you know, because you can just enjoy the surroundings, enjoy the food and yeah and enjoy your own company I think if you can't your own company like, mm -hmm. if you can't enjoy your own company how can you expect other people to enjoy your company you know I think <laughs> yeah, like absolutely. these people who I don't I try to always avoid using the word bored because I don't believe that's like a thing but I also don't understand when people really don't enjoy their own company or they get bored if they're on their own or you know, going out for a meal by themselves would be like the la like they would rather starve at home. Okay, not starve, but they would rather, you know, skip a meal and stay at home if it meant like not having to go out for dinner by themselves. I also love going out for dinner on my own. Yeah, I think it's yeah. So like some people, it, it's not very comfortable for them to do that, and and I can imagine maybe maybe the first time I ever did something like that, it didn't feel comfortable. It felt like it felt unnatural, which is, you know, getting down to the peer pressures again of, oh, you're going out by yourself. Oh, don't you have a boyfriend? Don't you have this? This is what you should have. And um, all those elements. But actually, it's, it's just so nice to do that for yourself. Like, why not? You know, like, um, and I just think um, some people, they're just kind of, they do feel uncomfortable with it. But after you've done it one time, like really, you'll probably want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes like, I think the first time I started doing, going out for dinner by myself or traveling by myself, it wasn't actually out of choice. It was, I was 19 and I had quit my job for the summer in America and I hadn't planned to do that. I planned to finish the job and then travel with the other people that I was working with, but I quit. So I had to go on my own and I was in New York and I just remember being like, shit, I have to eat dinner, which means either I get a takeaway and sit in my hostel room or I go to a restaurant on my own. So I went to a restaurant on my own and I did feel awkward the first time because I thought everyone's looking at me and thinking like, shame, this girl has no friends. <laughs> and, um, but it wasn't so bad. And so then the next week when I was on the other side of the country, I went to Disneyland by myself and I, I remember my family, yeah, I remember my family laughing so much about this and like feeling so sorry for me. And even the guy at one of the rides, he was like, oh, for two? I was like, no, it's just me. And he was like, oh, shame. Like if I wasn't working, I would like, I would go on the roller coaster with you. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's also this thing that actually, you think people are looking at you because you're sitting by yourself, but actually no one really cares if you're, and, and I mean, 
if you're in a restaurant, you're probably never going to see those people in that restaurant again anyway. So why should you care what other people think also? Do you? Exactly. (laughs) There's this one other random thing that for me is a bit of a self-love thing. And this is like also a guilty pleasure, but I love cleaning (laughs) Um, and like minimalism. So for some reason, like cleaning out my wardrobe and getting rid of old clothes it's like this huge practice and self-love for me because it's also like taking a look at what I have and being like, okay, does this make me feel good? Do I actually look good in it? Do I still need to own this item of clothing? And then getting rid of things that no longer spark joy or, you know, no longer make me feel good. And, and also feeling good by donating clothes, like, you know, seeing my clothes going to someone else or someone else wearing them and like feeling happy wearing them. Um, Yeah. I don't know why I'm like, I love cleaning, (laughs) clearing out. And, but this is so nice actually, because the last, I think it was like the a few weeks ago, you were, you were trying the things on for like a day from your wardrobe to again, to see if it sparks joy. And it made me look in my own wardrobe and I realized, you know, I just had probably, probably like six outfits I had on rotation throughout the week and, and a lot of clothes in my wardrobe. And so I started also thinking about it and I was like, okay, I'm going to start wearing some different clothes as well and seeing what I like and what I don't like anymore and how I feel, you know? Yeah. And that's also a self-love thing, right? Absolutely. I don't know. We like hold on to all of these things, but do they actually bring us joy? Like it's, yeah, just taking not just like clothes, but also books and just random things we have. Like we fill our homes with all of this stuff, but why? (laughs) Like I feel. Yeah. It's also material, you know, like it's just, I guess I feel better when I have less Um, or just like, I just have the things that I need and the things that make me feel good and I don't know. And then cleaning again, the guilty pleasure. Yeah, For me, it's cooking. For me, it's cooking. And I can just like on a Sunday, this is Sunday evenings. I just love to cook like because I'm so busy during the week. I like to have like my food all cooked for the week. And if I've got some like overripe bananas, I will make some banana bread. And then I just feel I just enjoy just being in the kitchen it's like meditating for me you know Mm. and I guess that's what cleaning is for me um yeah because it also just like clears my head and then I feel like I I like to do on a Sunday morning or Sunday evening because it gets me like ready for the week ahead right I just feel like okay everything's in order now my head's in order and I can like get on with things Um, (laughs) we should just live together and then you're cleaning I'm cooking it's just a great combination (laughs) I want some of that banana bread (laughs) made me hungry now (laughs) but on that note I think I am going to go and spend some time in the kitchen actually I think I'm gonna go make a yummy dinner soon and view it as a a practice in self-love as well (laughs) yeah like absolutely you just put your music on and or even no music and just enjoy like exploring and being creative in the kitchen I I find like nothing more fun yeah okay I have one final question for you which I like to ask everyone at the end of each episode which is what are some of the little things that 
bring you joy in your daily life. Um, so it could be self-love things or just just some little things. I don't know, like a nice cup of coffee or tea or yeah, what little things bring you joy? I love my coffee. Um, I do. I but I only have one coffee a day, and I like to go out and I like to buy a coffee, and then. And then I have like, it takes me probably about 10 minutes to walk to the metro in the morning. And I actually really love this walk, Um, especially when it's sunny, because, you know, the street that I live on, there's palm trees and, um, and, you know, so I'm walking kind of through looking up at the palm trees and the sun in the sky. And then I can look to another side and I see the, you know, the Shen, the harbor of uh, Shaco in Shenzhen. And, and I just feel this is kind of like a moment where I always try and be grateful. I always, you know, try and set my day up and say something I'm grateful for and just feel or check in with myself, say, how am I feeling today? And um, this is just a little thing I, I, I like to do. And I actually didn't you don't realize that you do that until someone asks you what's a little thing that you do yeah that's so nice so that's something I do (laughs) anything else from your your daily life or just in general like a little thing that you appreciate maybe a lost art one (laughs) yeah definitely one of the I guess the lost art um practice that I do like to do is I like to paint and it's interesting because it's something I've never thought that I was able to do. Um, but then I, I just thought I wanted to try it. I wanted to try. And, and I actually found that I, I, I could draw and I could paint if I just practiced and put my mind to it. And this is something that I really love to do. I just lock myself away in um, one of the rooms in my apartment and yeah, this is like my painting, like haven. That's so nice. <laughs> well, just before we finish up, um, where can our listeners find you? Are you on Instagram? Do you have a website? So you can find me at the traveling soul um, on Instagram. And that's soul as in S-O-L-E. <laughs> um but 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 I'm sure you know it has many connotations to it. Nice. And anything else you want to add before we finish up? But yeah, and I'm currently um, developing a program at the moment that is um, centered around a lot of the things that we have brought up today on the podcast. Um, there'll be a lot more information uh, coming out about that soon on my Instagram but if you are interested you can also just drop me a message um but it's basically incorporating all the all the wonderful things that relate to self-love all the things that I believe uh, tie together self-love that's so exciting yeah so I'm very excited and it's um it's something I really just want to um inspire and spread more of so um so yeah cool well thanks for coming on my podcast today i really appreciate it yeah thank you so much for having me it's been really nice cool well i'll chat to you soon abby thank you okay thank you very much bye bye thank you so much for listening in today to this episode on the lost art of self-love 
I hope that this episode has given you some inspiration to think about your own practice in self-love and what that means to you. Do you prioritize yourself or do you think that it's selfish to put so much emphasis on self-love? Yeah, so I hope that you've got something out of this episode and maybe tonight you can dedicate an evening to yourself and just show yourself some love. Until we meet again, have a wonderful day.